Hello and welcome to the Betches Up Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbein. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Up Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends, which is us. Today we're talking about Harry Potter, Forever 21, and Hurricane Dorian. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. <laughs> Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Hi, Sammy. Hi, Elise. We haven't been on the podcast together in a while. Not since your engagement. That's true. Everybody knows. Everybody listening already knows that I'm engaged. Yes, (laughs) they know. And you were just like on a little high. You were in Forbes. I was. I was. They wrote a little article about me, said some nice things about the Sup in there, too. Yeah, you know, end of summer, an end of summer glow. Yes, I and feel. Yes, you're you're really living the hot girl summer. Yes, yeah. yes, and hopefully a successful woman fall. <laughs> you, know, you know, I I hate I hate to whenever I have like a moment where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, everything's great. I'm like, oh, it's just a matter of time before it all turns to shit. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what? What? If, like, if everything's going well in my like personal and professional life, I feel like something massively bad has to happen like in the world yeah. <laughs> to like make up for that. So I'm it, whatever happens, guys. I'm really sorry. Yeah, no, I get it because it <laughs> is my fault. That's how I feel. Also, I'm just obviously not an optimist. So <laughs> yeah. Anyway, how Elise, can you be these days? You can't. Elise, what is getting you through this week in Trump's America? Ugh. I'm so excited as I feel like I've fallen into a role on this podcast of sort of updating about like Harry Potter, anything that happens in the news related to Harry Potter, which is more frequent than you would think for a series that ended over 10 years ago. <laughs> but, yeah. but here we are. Um, a Catholic school in Tennessee has removed Harry Potter books from its library because the principal or head, the pastor of the school, Reverend Dan Rehill consulted with several exorcists what who told him that the book the spells in the books are real and that if people read them they can conjure evil spirits that will attach themselves to the child well i have some news for you reverend Rehill. Mm-hmm. as a child i tried all those fucking spells and not a single one of them works i know i'm i mean like let's if this was, if it was true that the Harry Potter spells are real, there would, we, be, a there would be a massive problem with people doing the spells. <laughs> like First of all, I would be like, app, I would never be on a plane. No, like I would never have to ever be on a plane. I would have a massive Patronus in a Meryl Streep form. Yes, probably. Yes, Barry Ginsburg or Meryl Streep. I don't know. Um, yeah. Things would be different. Things would be, and Donald Trump would be in a significant amount of pain due to my very powerful Crucial. Yes. Yes. I mean. There's there's so much uh, that would be different. That would be different. I mean, I guess the answer to that, though, could be that all of Harry Potter is real and we are unfortunately muggles. And so this like we can't use the spells, but maybe a muggle born child slips through the ranks. They get into this Catholic school. They start using the spells. Right. But I feel like the Harry Potter universe doesn't really account for demons, which I think is what he's worried about. Like there aren't demons. Yeah, well, there's the the dark magic. Yeah, there's like Death Eaters and stuff, but you can't get like possessed by a, like the devil. Well, I think it's not the devil, but it's like yeah, you know, Voldemort possessed Professor Quirrell. That's true. So, so maybe they're worried about that. 
And that is a real fear. You know, especially since, you know, he's the teacher. He would be the one who has to deal with it. That's also true. I wonder if he's doing other things like at the school to prevent Harry Potter related stuff from happening. Like if he's setting up sort of an elaborate um, flu network, setting up a flu network, perhaps. Or I'm trying to like an elaborate uh, game that all the teachers contribute one obstacle uh, to hide the Sorcerer's Stone at the end. You know what I mean? Okay, it took me a bit to get the reference. (laughs) Or maybe he's setting up some kind of tournament between them and the other Catholic schools. I I don't know. There's a lot that could be happening. Well, okay. Apparently, the superintendent clarified that the books are actually not banned. The kids can bring them their own books to school. They just won't have them in the library, which seems like it makes no sense if what he's really worried about is the spells because it doesn't effectively stop the spells to just not have it in the library if you're still allowing students access to the spells. Because, yeah, it's the knowledge of the spell. Right. That's the problem. He also said that the books promote a Machiavellian approach to achieving the ends that they desire, which I feel like is a very incorrect reading of, of Harry what Potter. goes on. Because the whole thing, the whole difference between Harry and Voldemort is that Voldemort will do anything to stay alive and Harry does not fear death. Right. It he seems loves his friends more than he fears death. He chooses love. He's protected by love it, over hate. You know, it just seems like Reverend Rehill doesn't really have a strong reading comprehension. Yeah, maybe he only watched the movies. Maybe. And he didn't get it. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going on, but he clearly didn't understand. It seems more like he's just heard about this devilish thing harry potter and like we can't have this this feels like a very old school thing to do like i remember when i was in elementary school in like fourth grade i went to like a christian school and they were all up in arms about harry potter and um, i remember that there was like a weird thing where i won the like reading competition for reading the most books shocker i'm a hermione (laughs) and uh they were gonna take the award away from me because a lot of my pages were harry potter books and they were like, we are not going to count them. And then it became like a weird thing with my parents. And then I had to go to the principal's office. And the principal was like, well, these books promote good wizards or good witches. And I was like, but we're doing the Wizard of Oz for our play. And there's a good witch in that play. And then he got really embarrassed. And he let me keep all the pages on my reading log. <laughs> I mean, it makes no intellectual sense. No. That you would ban it. But then again, I hope that this man is right and that Harry Potter is real. Even though it makes me sad that I never got my letter and that that means that I'm a muggle. I'm still waiting. Yeah. Sammy, what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America? So I don't know if people have been following, but Forever 21 is really going through it. (laughs) They, um, according to Bloomberg, Forever 21 is preparing to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, which would basically allow them to restructure their debts without having to pay anyone back. So bankruptcy, yes, Trump move done it a few times. So basically like bankruptcy, while it seems embarrassing to go bankrupt, it also protects you from having to like deal with your your fuck ups. Um, But basically, even despite that, it seems like many of Forever 21's over 500 U.S. locations could close or significantly downsize. And yeah, they're just like not doing so well. And then to add to the story, Ariana Grande is suing them for $10 million. Because they hired a lookalike model for one of their ad campaigns and then they used the photo with lyrics to, um, from oh, Seven Rings. Yes. Um, there's basically on, they basically created an ad with this girl who does look a lot like Ariana Grande. Yes. And then they captioned it, gee, thanks, just bought it. Yeah, she's like, if you guys ever look at the ad, it's like a clear Seven Rings parody. She's got the little puffs on her head. She's got the ponytail. And I guess 
if you saw it in passing, you could be like, oh, Ariana Grande is doing Forever 21. Right. Well, also, she, apparently she and the Forever 21 and Ariana reps or whatever had been in talks to potentially have her promote it. And then it never went through, probably because they don't have any money. Yeah. And then now she, she would have earned a lot of money doing that. But now they just basically got like an Ariana ripoff. That's a bold move from Forever 21. I mean, I know. I feel like. Like, I'm kind of surprised that Forever 21 isn't doing well, but I'm also not because of this. Like, all of their stores are the size of a mall yeah. and have so much inventory. And I know that they're fast fashion, which is also bad. And, like, it doesn't cost anything for them to make this inventory. But I'm just wondering, like, the turnover on the amount, the sheer amount of shit that they have is so crazy. Think how much waste they must have. Like, Oh I, my god! I used to be able to like go through Forever Twenty One like and like really look for stuff, but like now like I can't go into a store like that where there's just so much stuff. No, I get overwhelmed. I get really overwhelmed, and I feel like they've probably been knocked out by like ASOS Zara. and Zara. Yeah, who their stores are more H and H and M. ASOS, you know, it's all online. Zara, like the store, just feels more manageable for me yes. to walk into a Zara. Forever Twenty One, I'm like also ASOS. Ugh. ASOS like. Every single thing I get from there fits well. Yes. And isn't expensive. And I rarely return things. Yes. Even though I actually just did a return yesterday. But that was like a fluke, you know. But but yeah, I mean, Forever 21, like their clothes fall apart. Yeah. Which we all know. Like, and half the stuff is like hideous. And I'm like, what is this? Like you'll pick up a shirt and you're like, this is a cool shirt. And then you turn it around and it says like hot in glitter. And you're yeah. like, hi. <laughs> that is everything in Forever 21. <laughs> like, Forever 21 is like when I was like, such a little asshole in college and I would like go out in the city mm-hmm. like I would but I would like need an outfit like when I was home during the summer I like need an outfit so I would go buy like a five dollar shirt so yes. that I could have like a new outfit that was forever I 21. mean I've definitely uh given forever 21 a lot of my money yeah uh, in and many times I I do love to pop into a forever 21 if I'm killing time and I'll wander around they have like a whole line of flaming hot cheetos Attire and there's a Family Hot Cheetos movie. These Cheetos, I swear, have a better licensing deal than anybody. The movie, I actually read a synopsis of the movie, and the movie might be good. Oh yeah, it's 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 gonna be touching. It's about the janitor who invented Flaming Hot Cheetos. I had no idea that when I was getting stoned and buying Flaming Hot Cheetos, I was actually supporting this immigrant inventor who started from the bottom and now he's He's here. here. I hope he gets a cut of the Flaming Hot Cheetos Forever 21 collab. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I'm like, well, maybe that wasn't the best use of your money. No. I mean, you know, I would I would love to invent food. I feel like I could do that easily. Right? Yeah. Let's get on it. Yeah. Okay. Let's invent a food. But yeah, that is too bad about Forever 21. Okay. So let's get into the main news. Yes. There's a lot. The president is actually going like... I know I say it every week, but like there is a serious decline happening. It is not really being, it's being acknowledged a little bit more. It's being recognized more and more these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still not like 25th amendment level. And I think that we're, we just need to get there. Yeah. It's, I mean, I don't know what to do. Like what will happen to make it actually 25th amendment level, but this week alone, Donald Trump has gotten in a Twitter fight with Deborah Messing because I don't know. And then, um, well, now he's illegally doctored a weather forecast with a Sharpie. 
which so uh, we're going to get into. This is literally something that would have been like in the onion. Yeah. Like actually. It's actually crazy that they didn't just make a entirely fake image. You know what? We should just get into this. Like when they put the <laughs> when they put the car next to the wall. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know the graphics team or they put the hair on Stephen Miller's head. <laughs> The graphics team at the Trump administration, like, they need a new art director. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Oh, yeah. It's... Yeah. Okay. He's also... He's, to add to his week, he's also shifted funding for more than 100 vital military projects to build this fucking wall that was on top of last week when he offered pardons to anyone who broke the law in order to make sure the wall was built. So that's... No? I always feel like the no? wall is over and then the wall's not over. It, it can, it's never over. How many days till we hear the word caravan? Oh. We're, on, we're right I mean, on we're, the precipice of a, ca- a new caravan. We're coming to an election. Yeah, I'm sure there's a new caravan. Okay, um, so Sharpie Gate. So basically, <laughs> Hurricane Dorian, which we'll talk about the consequences of in a bit. Um, so Hurricane Dorian was coming up the east coast mm-hmm. of the country and then he and he falsely tweeted that Alabama was in the path. Alabama, for those of you who aren't Googling a map right now or have it in your head, is to the west of Florida. So if it's not like all over Florida, it's certainly not hitting Alabama. And so basically after he tweeted this and it was false, weather forecasters corrected him. But instead of being like, oh, yeah, sorry, I don't know shit about where any states are. We're just like, I messed up. Sorry, guys. I said Alabama, but because I thought it was Alabama, but it's not. I'm issuing a correction. Like, that's actually a reasonable mistake for someone to accidentally make. It is. Like, but he can't just make a mistake and move forward. Like, he can't acknowledge, like, oh, I said Alabama and I didn't mean to. Yeah. And that's why this has happened. So on Wednesday, he's, like, in the in his office, in the Oval, showing reporters a map of the hurricane trajectory. And you, so first you have a normal map. And then you notice that there's, like, a little piece added onto it in black Sharpie, even though the rest of the visual is white. And it's literally just, like, vaguely circling Alabama so that the hurricane path would making it look he's like extending the path so it would look like it was hitting Alabama yeah if you haven't like seen the image I would I I I would suggest that you google it because it actually is hilarious how bad this is like he couldn't even get a white sharpie to do it we, we can't get like a white out marker to do this and also again we couldn't just make a full like if we're doing this one. if we're going all in and we're making a fake weather graphic why don't we make the fake weather graphic who drew the sharpie he probably did no i don't even he yes he likes to use sharpie it was probably him he has a thing for for signing his name in sharpie he probably did it like right before they went on and like all of his team saw it when he held it up and they were like oh no (laughs) who gave him a sharpie (laughs) so 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 one of the one of the reporters asked like that looks like sharpie like how did that get there he's like i don't know I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you just start saying, I don't know. And everyone's like, he, it's he obviously Sharpie. He can't even carry through the line and be like, that's the forecast. Yeah, he can't. Even, like, exactly. Continue. He can't even pretend. He doesn't even have a lie ready for when they're like, hey, man, it looks like you just drew in Sharpie on the map. He's not like, oh, no. Well, we did have to draw in Sharpie on the map because this prediction for Alabama came in later and we want the map to be accurate or whatever. Like, he can't even. I just made that lie yeah. up on the fly. Yeah. And yeah, I've taken some improv classes, but you it know. seems pretty simple. I mean, OK, so apparently it's actually illegal to doctor a National Weather Service forecast, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe that the next thing he's going to get rid of is the National Weather Service. Oh, yeah. And like privatized weather forecasting. Apparently that is actually happening. They want to like 
privatize it and like have the AccuWeather guy acquire everything so that he can like make money off the weather. Anyway, <laughs> that's an aside. Amazing. Um, so yeah, that's what he was doing when he could have been actually helping yes. people. More than 13,000 homes have been destroyed by Hurricane Dorian in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. At least 23 have been confirmed dead. That number is definitely going to go up because there have been that there people. Have, I think thousands of people have have reported people missing on social yeah, media. And we like we don't have good communication with the islands right now because of how bad the devastation was. And it actually like the, it included like the main airport for the Bahamas. So we actually really don't know. And you know, what else is sad is that typical of, of climate change, you have the, you know, the, the main uh, island or Nassau. Baham. Oh. Yeah, but Nassau, Nassau is like fine. Like the, the tourist area where all, you know, if like you're going there for vacation, that's like mostly okay. It's the place where the real Bahamians live. Yes. That are destroyed. So typical. Do we know if the Fire Festival Island is still there? Oh, we don't. I haven't heard anything about the Fire Festival. Yeah, Island. what? Good question. Yeah, it's so, bottom of my list as far as concerns yeah. about Dorian, but it did come up into my mind that I'm like, what happened to Pablo Escobar's island? What we'll find out. We okay. will find out. So now the storm is—it's still going. It's still on a it's category three, it's right near the cat. I think it's near uh, the South Carolinas Carolina. and Georgia a little bit. But there, it's on the coast. It seems to be not as bad. Um, it's no longer category five. Now it's category three. But it, it went down is, to two and then went back up to it's just three. Like, is the guy who will never go the fuck away? Yes. And that's what all these hurricanes are going to be. We're turning every hurricane into just like a pestering ex who's going to he's going to diminish and then he'll get strong again. And the he'll second be back. He sees that you're having fun. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, oh, I'm moving to Alabama. No, I'm not. I'm here. <laughs> I'm on the East Coast where you live. And like, <laughs> oh, God. I was never going to Alabama. That was fake. (laughs) I just put that on my status so that you would be confused. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Um, No, hurricanes are serious. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucked up. Okay, so let's talk about... Why don't we talk about the climate debate since we are talking about climate and then, then we we'll can go talk to about the border, border wall. wall. That makes sense to me. We're okay. pulling an audible. Yes. We were supposed to talk about things in a different order, guys, but we're pulling an audible. You know, we can do it. We can handle it. Because climate... At least did improv. I, I have... In paid a lot of degree. money to UCB. <laughs> I paid a lot of money to the Upright Citizen Brigade Theater. To be able to say this. Mm-hmm. To be able to, to work on the fly <laughs> and talk about the climate debate. Um, so it wasn't a climate debate, but CNN held a climate town hall yesterday, which did last for seven hours. So thank, thank God They're for like, that. They're like, it's a 24-hour cycle. We got to fill it with something. I'm like, could we make the most important issue any less accessible to I people. I didn't. Can I tell you something? I didn't even know what happened until today. I I kept checking in yesterday, and I, I was like, "Huh, that climate debate is is it on now? Was it on earlier? Like I couldn't tell." And then I was reading like recaps of it, and I was like, "Oh, it was actually on all day because it was seven hours. It's long. like a work day. It's just con- like, could we?" Could we need like all the flashy shit that they do for the other debates where they're like, we're going to have we're going to pick the Booker, order. Biden. Yeah. And then Castro. They, exactly. It's like we need that for the climate debate. But instead we got this. The climate debate should be like the fucking VMAs. And yet yes. it's more like C-SPAN. Yes, exactly. Exactly. We need Billie Eilish up there. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking everybody out, yeah. <laughs> being like it's gonna get scary. <laughs> yeah, we need some like real. We need some flash. Yeah, to Old make Town this- Road can play, yeah. and I'll yeah. be like, there won't be an Old Town Road if it's flooded. Yep, <laughs> kids, how Gen dare. Z. <laughs> 
Okay. <sighs> so Jay Inslee, the climate candidate, mm-hmm. out of the race. Um, but we had we heard from the ten candidates mm-hmm. who are the ones who are qualifying for the debates next week. Guess what? There's another debate next yep. week. Um, and basically every candidate went and expressed their opinion. Yeah, they talked change. about what they're gonna what they would do for climate change, but they weren't yeah. all on stage at the same time. It was like the town hall format where like one yeah. comes out. And, and before we get into like the substance of what everyone said, mm-hmm. we just have to note that Joe Biden's eye started bleeding it in did. the middle of the debate, which is like it so did. I mean, here's the funny thing. We're talking about Joe Biden's eye, like as if it's a huge deal. Meanwhile the president literally drew in sharpie on the weather map so like it's not that one of them is like more of the age to be a good president than the other but like come on it's i mean you're not the president i don't know what you can do to prevent your eye from filling up with blood if that's what it's going to do but it is unfortunate that it happened in the middle of his climate town hall and then (laughs) and then the whole kind of question about the climate debate is like you're old do you really give a shit that's kind of the underlying thing is like do you get it because biden actually made some comments either in the debate or after kind of trying to say that we didn't realize how bad climate change was going to be until after obama left office and it's like babe you weren't listening inconvenient truth heard of it your predecessor al gore a fellow fellow veep you're not paying attention to what they're doing nope he said he so a 19 year old activist asked him how young voters can trust him to prioritize their futures over big business and he said i've never made that choice my whole career and then his eye filled with blood (laughs) it's so sad okay so let's go through everything Mm -hmm. um julian castro said that new civil he basically he was saying he was tying civil rights to climate change Mm -hmm. basically this whole thing that happened in the bahamas that people of poor communities or minority communities or both are disproportionately affected by climate change yeah accurate and they're going to be the ones who like can't rebuild their house when you know stuff floods or can't move to the damn moon when it's time when it's like oh well we got to pick up and move to the moon like like you only billionaires are going to be able to do that. Yeah. So everyone. So what are they going to do? Who are they going to be better than if they're on the moon exactly. altogether? That's a good way to. Pre- that's a good way to. It's like their it own little them. hell. Okay. Andrew Yang said that if he, he's elected president, he would eliminate GDP as a measure of national success and replace it with a system that includes environmental factors. To quote, he said, "Let's upgrade it with a new scorecards that includes our environmental sustainability and goals." I think this is great. Yeah. It also sort of reminds me of there's this new thing in like corporate America, apparently mm-hmm. that like they're moving away from like this, the measurement being like, do you build shareholder value or do you build stakeholder value, which would include like employees, suppliers, oh. the environment, the customers. So that's kind of like this broader shift. I'm like, glad you guys decided this now. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel I, I mean, my question with that is like, wouldn't you have to get the rest of the world to start doing that but also we're the united states so we probably could get the rest of the world to start doing that um yang is also yang's good about like talking about numbers and getting down to brass tacks and stuff i think that's why he's been successful he he had he had a lot of specifics which i don't have in front of me about um what his carbon tax would look like which most of the candidates came forward and were like we would support a climate or carbon tax but he was really good on that him and booker were also the two who said that they support uh nuclear energy um which i i see their argument they were like there's no way for us because all of them every candidate basically said we need to get to net zero carbon emissions by 2050 Mm -hmm. but they but booker and yang pointed out they were like we're not going to be able to do that unless we have nuclear some energy. nuclear energy, too. Well, you know, I love Andrew Yang, to be honest with you. I think he's 
become one of my like top candidates. Mm-hmm. I think the way he looks at things is super unique and he looks at solutions that are not just like kind of the old way like raise taxes on these people, lower taxes on these people. Like it all feels very like we're going to do things just within the old confines for many of the other candidates. Yeah. And I feel like he comes up with like weird ideas that I like. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I, I like that he's the guy who is like, what if we did a universal basic income? Like we would not be talking about that if he wasn't on the stage. He's not my candidate in particular, but I like him and I would honestly, this is how I feel about a lot of the candidates, even the ones that I'm not about. But I'm like, I really hope that this person is in the administration in some kind of way. Like, what if Yang was like secretary of labor or something like he'd be like or or whatever treasury? I don't know. But like. He seems like he's got really good ideas and people are really responding to him. I mean, he's on that stage, which yeah. is he's a also lot. funny on Twitter. He has like a little bit of charisma to him. Yeah. Like I, I have to really like him. I think he actually like gives numbers too, like an Elizabeth Warren fashion. Yes. Like, here's the numbers. This is it. Like, yes. this is how it works. He has tech bro energy. Like sometimes I feel like he does. He would try like a weird line on you at a party and you would be like, I don't feel threatened by this, but like I'm weirded out. He by does it. have children. Though, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm into him. So uh, Kamala Harris said that as president, she would direct the Department of Justice to go after oil and gas companies who have directly impacted global warming. She says they are causing harm and death in communities and there has been no accountability and that she would potentially ban plastic straws. But first, someone has to come up with a better paper straw. Seems I'm, like a small idea. Also, I like I mean, I see how she's trying to keep the theme of like, I will prosecute the wrongdoers. Yes. But like, I think that she missed an opportunity to like reveal like something else yeah and that actually brings me to um elizabeth warren has as she's wont to do a quote that is making the rounds on loved, social media which i yeah. also loved uh where she talks about kind of you know she talks about how like yeah it's great to ban plastic straws but yeah. we need to not forget the real issues so here's that quote because she's going to say it better than i can there are a lot of different pieces to this and i get that people are trying to find the part that they can work on and what can they do and i'm in favor of that and i'm going to help and i'm going to support but understand this is exactly what the fossil fuel industry hopes we're all talking about <laughs> that's what they want us to talk about this is your problem They want to be able to stir up a lot of controversy around your light bulbs, around your straws, and around your cheeseburgers. When 70% of the pollution of the carbon that we're throwing into the air comes from three industries, and we can set our targets and say by 2028, 2030, and 2035, no more. Think about that right there. Now, the other 30% we still got to work on. Oh, no, we don't stop at 70%. But the point is, that's where we need to focus. And why don't we focus there? It's corruption. It's these giant corporations that keep hiring the PR firms that does it. Everybody has fun with it, right? Gets it all out there. So we don't look at who's still making the big bucks of polluting our earth. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that rocks. This this is why this is what she's when she does this kind of shit. That's what I'm like. Yes. You should be president because I'm like, thank you. Thank you for saying these things. Thank you for like pulling the the, I don't know what you call it. The veil off of how 
so much all the bullshit that we have to deal with like the paper straw the plastic straw thing i also think it's total bullshit like why is that i get it the turtles blah 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 but like why is that what we are like focusing on like why are we not focusing on like all of single-use plastics like you're making meat you're making you're basically passing it on to the consumer exactly and it's i mean she did it in such a succinct way but I've seen this argument from Republicans and from Trump who are like they're coming for your cheeseburgers they're coming for your straws blah 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 it's and a it's cultural like, thing and it's like no actually like having someone up there to be like no actually I'm not coming from your for your cheeseburgers and I'm not coming for your straws I'm coming for these big companies that are polluting the earth with reckless abandon I feel like that message works like that message seems like it would get to someone who's like like for her to go to someone who is like uh, well like I don't want to give up cheeseburgers she's like no, that's not what we're focused on. We're focused on people who are polluting en masse. And making Earth. billions of dollars that they're just going to use to take to the moon. Exactly. Where they're going to be yes. just as rich as the next person and therefore miserable. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah, loves her on that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lizzie. She, I know. She did great. We got to get Liz in here. Everyone tweet at Elizabeth Warren to come on the Betches Sub podcast. That would Please be- tweet at her. Also rate, review, and subscribe. Actually, please do rate, review, and subscribe and listen on Spotify, which we are now on. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, at the moment, please tweet Elizabeth Warren to come on this podcast. Like, yes. Ed Mass. Today's episode of the Betches Sup podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. Yum. With HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, you can get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. Easy just like me. <laughs> That's beautiful, Brian. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality, regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. From step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes, which is all the time I have. Mm -hmm. I have places to be. (laughs) There's something for everyone from family recipes to calorie smart and vegetarian and fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. HelloFresh has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit, so you know you'll get something delicious. I just got my HelloFresh box Mm -hmm. in the mail. Did you get yours? Yeah, me too. I'm gluten-free, and they accommodated me. That's beautiful. And it rhymed. I am Lacey. And the box accommodated me as well because I didn't. I don't feel like walking all the way, all the way to my bodega. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Who has time for that? I don't have time. I've got 30 minutes. Yes. Okay. And with HelloFresh, I can make a meal in that time and be out and ready to go. So for $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash SUP80 and enter SUP80. That's like receiving eight meals for free. Okay? So go to HelloFresh.com slash SUP80 to get your eight free meals. Yeah. Do it. All right. Uh, now that we've talked about that, let's talk about the border wall that never dies. <laughs> uh, it's weird that like we spend so much time talking about something that doesn't exist. Yeah. Isn't and, that weird? And isn't going to exist. Like, all of this nonsense, moving stuff around, he's not actually going to build. He might do, like, little projects and put up some steel slats here and there. He's, but, like, this isn't happening. He's going to build, like, the Wynwood walls in Miami. And people yes. are just going to go take pictures on the backdrop. Like, yes. that's, like, what he's... If you want a wall, just get a fucking mural and, like, have influencers come. Yes. 
that's you'll get so much more attention that way Donald. oh my god can you imagine the dark reality where influencers go to the wall to like <laughs> please in front don't of even that is like it. oh my god that is dark okay i mean it seems like it could happen it could absolutely happen but you know what the as we've said the gra- the trump graphics team is not so bad. smart enough to put together an influencer worthy wall an aesthetically pleasing wall. exactly and all it would have to do is be pink but they yeah. they wouldn't think of it they won't think about it. <laughs> no, he wants it to be black and spiky. Oh, right. I thought it was supposed to be see-through. See-through, black, and spiky so that you, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought, what? Okay. Influencers will take pictures of anything. If you guys, like, search for on Betches, on the Betches website, there's an article about all these influencers going to a toxic lake in, like, yes. in Eastern Europe or something to, yes. like, take pictures because it's so it. blue because it's radioactive. <laughs> They'll stop at nothing. It's a hard life. Influencers ruining our world. <laughs> One like at a time. Um, that I mean, that is true. Okay. I mean, Elise, we all want to be influencers. So <laughs> the Pentagon. Let's talk about the Pentagon. The Pentagon will do, divert $3.6 million in military contract funds to be used to build portions of the border wall. They've moved it away from military projects. Etc. Secretary of Defense Mark Esper told Congress that he's determined that 11 military construction projects along the international border with Mexico, with an estimated total of 3.6 billion, are necessary to support the use of the armed forces in connection with the national emergency. So, so basically, long story short, they're taking away money from current military projects yes. that are ongoing, and they're giving the money to the fake wall. Yeah, that isn't necessary and won't stop anything to deal with a national emergency that's made up. Also, it's only going to build 100, in theory, could only build 100, I mean, based on this budget, which is totally fake and made up, obviously, would only build 175 miles of border wall, which is not that much. Like, it wouldn't really do that much. Yeah, and I'm sure, I just feel like I'm like, well, what are all of these military projects that they're getting rid of? They are probably all just by virtue of being real more important. Well, OK, so it, basically the funding would delay critical construction projects at 127 military installations across the country and overseas. And these are projects that members of Congress, when they are trying to do the budget, they fight to get these projects funded. Yeah. So it's like they're basically... That was all for nothing because Trump just took the fucking money away. Yeah. And Chuck Schumer called this decision a slap in the face to service members. Because imagine if you're overseas, you're midway through this project or whatever. You're getting started on this project. And then the rugs just pulled out from under you to build a border wall that you know is nonsense. Yeah. Um, And the reason he's able to do this is because of the national emergency. He declared, remember that shit? I forgot that we're in a national emergency. Still are. Um, And the ACLU announced on Tuesday that it will seek a court order blocking the use of these funds as part of its lawsuits challenging the president's abuse of emergency powers to secure funds for a wall that Congress denied. So basically, Congress denied this. He's trying to get the money anyway, which is illegal, along with doctoring a weather report. (laughs) Let's move on to one more thing. All right. One more thing. Uh, It's British news. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny when you did it the other day. We got to do it. I actually LOL like audibly in an airport (laughs) in front of everyone. I I was excited to do it. It was hilarious. (laughs) Uh, We've got Brexit updates. Um, Okay. we'll, We'll keep this quick, but. Boris Johnson has had a very bad week. Good. Uh, he yeah, it's it's good week for us, bad week for Boris. Um, so 
if you guys remember, Boris Johnson was has been seeking to prorogue Parliament uh, so that he can make he can make it so that they have to go through with a no deal Brexit. If that happens, he's not means like, just in case someone didn't listen to last week, it means like pause on parliament. Yeah. Like like, don't do anything. Parliament. Yeah. They were going to, basically they were going to be off for like a month mandatorily. And, uh, he was doing this. So Boris Johnson doesn't specifically want a no deal Brexit. Like he's not saying that's what they should do, but he's basically down to have a no deal Brexit. And his whole thing is that he wants Brexit no matter what. So he's, he's like, we should do a no deal Brexit if October 31st comes up and there's no deal, which everyone else is like, no, that's crazy. You could plunge not only your country, but the entirety of Europe into a recession. And the rest of everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's it, Europe. Yeah. You can't just like, like the United Kingdom can't just like fall economically and not have there be like repercussions yeah. everywhere. Also, I'm trying to go to Europe on my honeymoon. So like, please don't fuck it up too bad. And also, but maybe fuck it up a little bit so that the dollar is stronger than the euro. That would be okay. <laughs> I, I'm also trying to go to Europe on my honeymoon and I, and I hadn't been you thinking about that. You want the same issue. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So here's what happened. Boris Johnson earlier this week was giving a speech. He wanted about Brexit stuff. Midway through the speech, a member of his own party got up and walked over to the other side of the room. So basically signaling that he had joined the liberals. This meant that he lost his working majority in parliament. So like the working majority is like the coalition of MPs that he puts together of different parties to make it so that he can pass stuff. Yeah. He lost his working majority because this guy got up mid speech and that walked is so away. British. It is. It, the whole thing is, is delightful. When you hear British. them screaming order, yes. order. It's like, what? Well, like I thought they were saying Hodor first of all. <laughs> 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 when I first heard it, also Boris Johnson looks uncannily like Trump. It's, it's crazy. weird. It's crazy. It's weird. What is this like tweedledee tweedle dumb dynamic we have going on? I don't know. It's actually really bizarre. So then, because they lost the working order, that meant that they were able to take control back of Parliament, and then they passed a bill that made it so that a No Deal Brexit can't happen. Yes. So now, so they like kind of like sliced him off at the knees. There. That's good. That's like the worst conceivable yes. thing is a no deal Brexit. Yes. Then the next day, Boris Johnson was like, well, now we need to have a snap election because in the UK and in other parliamentary systems, you can just like call an election and then there will be a new election and it'll like reform the government. So he was Must like, be nice. We, I know. So he was like, we need to, but sometimes it goes the other way and then it's bad. So he was like, we need to reform the government. We're doing a snap election. They voted that down. They were like, nope, we're not doing a snap election. He could win. That would have been their fourth, their fourth election in three years or third election it in four like years. It feels like a lot. I think it would have been their third election in four years. And, but also he could have benefited from the snap election. Yes, he could have. But they were like, no. So he really wanted to hold one before the October 31st deadline so that the results could like give him his majority back um but parliament doesn't want to do that or they kind of they might still do it it's really unclear it seems like it's really up in the air about whether or not they're gonna do i would say another election i would say their government is in turmoil yes also boris johnson's own brother joe johnson who looks like a skinnier version of boris stepped down he was an mp and he stepped down because he said he was torn between his family and like national interests so clearly he's not like you know which one he believes yeah like he's not into what his brother's doing but he was like i'm not gonna 
Yeah, you apparently <laughs> Boris Johnson is like absurd. He's basically said to Jeremy Corbyn, who's the leader of the opposition. Yeah. He go call an election, you great big girls blouse. Like, what are these people talking about? I. It is fun to watch. That They are fun to watch. There's like a lot of weird. Yeah. It's way less civil. Yeah. There was one guy who was like slouching and everyone started being like, sit up, sir. Sit up. <laughs> like, just like screaming. It's weird. It is. There. It's like all the British reservations like come out in this. Yes. And they go like a little nuts. It's like, remember when that guy yelled, you lied, Obama. That was a huge everyone deal. Everyone was like, whoa, what the hell? Over there, that's like. That's normal. That's yeah. tame for yeah. them. Everyone's they're like screaming. It's weird. Yeah, they're throwing things. I mean, yeah. it's I I love it. Hugh Grant is also getting involved. Yeah. He tweeted, "You will not fuck with my children's future. You will not destroy the freedoms my grandfather fought two world wars to defend. Fuck off, you overpromoted rubber bath toy." <laughs> Britain is revolted by you and your little gang of masturbatory prefects. I mean, accurate. Those are I, the perfect words. I love it. Masturbatory prefects. Wow. That should be a band. I know. And that kind of brings us right back around circle to the Harry Potter at the beginning the of our podcast, because that's the only context in it's which I know to be. what prefects are. Uh, so here's what's, what's going to happen next. They're holding another vote on the timing of elections on Monday. Um, lawmakers most mostly want to make sure that the law prohibiting a no deal Brexit is on the books before granting Johnson an election, uh, which is also expected to happen on Monday. And the law that they want to pass would force Johnson to ask the EU for another delay, which would delay spooky Brexit. I think we're not going to have spooky Brexit. Unfortunately. I mean, I don't, I, I don't want them to Brexit. Why can't they just, call another election about Brexit. Like to me, that seems like the obvious thing because no one, people didn't, first of all, we know a lot of people thought this was like a joke. Okay. So that's number one. Two, they can't reach a deal. They can't figure out how to leave. Yeah. So why don't you just like make sure everyone definitely wants to do it? I feel like it makes, I've I've seen people, I think actually even JK Rowling, whose politics aren't great all the time, but she was tweeting about how like, do another vote. If they're allowed to re-vote on the, on the entire makeup of their government, like, kind of whenever, I don't really understand why they can't just do another Brexit vote. Why don't these people, this new majority, call that? I, I don't know. know. Any don't Brits know. get at us? Yeah, please, if you are an expert in British politics or you're just a British person, please leave me a voice message. <laughs> And also uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, also rate, review, and subscribe. But also, yeah, give a give us your take because sometimes I feel like there are like like nuances that I don't understand. Like we were talking the last time where I was like, "Well, why didn't the Queen say no?" And then my British friend was like, "No, the Queen's not allowed to say no." Right. Which is like, what is the Queen there for? To be the Queen. Okay. Well, <laughs> Princess Charlotte started her first day of school today. It was she so did. cute. Princess Charlotte is really cute. She's really cute. I love her. The one time I went to the UK was right after she had been born and I bought a commemorative Princess Charlotte birth shot glass that has her birth weight and birthday and all of her so information. Weird. <laughs> and a picture Never of her. <laughs> that is so weird. Just a tiny, a picture of a baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's bizarre. It is bizarre. Brits are weird. They, they're weird sometimes. Anyway. Remember to tweet Elizabeth Warren. Yes, um, to come to the please. podcast. Remember, if you're British or, or live there or, or know stuff, to, to tell us your thoughts. Rate, review, and subscribe. Listen on Spotify. Those are Sign up for the email, betches.co slash sub sign up. And until the end of democracy, this is the Betches Sub Podcast. Indeed it is. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
Betches.